bullshit, it's all just um gay politics. America's gotten kind of whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey everybody, welcome to our Dumb Gay Podcast. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about all the dumb gay shit happening in the world, like we're talking about reality TV. Happy Thanksgiving, Miss Meow Meow. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Oh, Mr. Meow Meow. <laughs> uh, this is our seventh Thanksgiving episode. Seventh. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Six, seven, seven, mm, 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 seven, mm, mm, only seven. seven. Um, mm. I do want to urge the 14 listeners to go back to a time when we really cared about our work. <laughs> 2017 <laughs> mm. and maybe even 2018. Scroll, scroll, scroll until your finger gets tired and find the Thanksgiving episodes from 2017 and maybe 2018. Back when we cared about stuff. Uh, we Julie did full deep dive breakdowns on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, that's right. And the reason maybe in 2018 you might have done the whole thing with turkeys. Oh, yeah. We definitely were very um, passionate mm -hmm. uh, with hate uh -huh. or traditions mm -hmm. and animal mutilation and such. But uh, I think those are episodes that are they're very informative we you also did a deep dive on christmas and new year's yeah if you're wondering about the origins of thanksgiving christmas and new year's we did that did i do hanukkah maybe you did do hanukkah because mm. we we got to the point where it was like well what more can we do right and now we just ignore it all together but <laughs> you probably did do hanukkah but i would recommend the thanksgiving episodes we would do like our turkeys yeah, just like don't you want to you know what keeps you up at night or is where the where the um, diapers go. Yeah, try not thinking about how many turkeys get slaughtered a year for Thanksgiving. But we would That'll do our turkeys alive. of the year. Oh, and turkeys of the year. And yeah. one of mine was uh, Lena Dunham. Uh, so mm -hmm. well, and one of my other ones was SNL. I Good don't one. remember yours. Yours I don't might have been onesies. Who knows? I can't remember. There was a point in time where guys were wearing like onesies Ugh. on like Facebook. Ugh. I think the point in time was six years ago or seven. But anyway, I do recommend people go back because um, this is I not could give be... you one now. Okay. Uh, here's something I think is a turkey. Okay. Um, long, long, long facial hair. Long flowing beards. Long. I don't mean. Like a ZZ top. Vomit. <laughs> Vomit. Yeah. I think there can't be anyone listening that, that doesn't know this is a turkey of yours. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just, not a new turkey. No, no. It's an old turkey. Well, it's an old turkey. It's an old <laughs> it's turkey. It's an old turkey. And, you know, yeah, but I'm going to go. I don't know what just I, if I saw a long one maybe recently. There's a commercial I keep seeing for some fucking medicine 
where it's like, I don't even know what the medicine is, where it's like, I'm alive now. I mean, basically every medicine commercial is like, right, it's like I Grimaldi. was going to die. Right. Grimaldi. <laughs> yeah. Ready right. to get your A1Cs back to the 2.2s. <laughs> yep. Here we go. Right. Side effects include dying and long beards. <laughs> yeah. And one of the guys has a, go a long goatee. No, but that's even... Can I Which please, is may even I, if I may, worse. the worst is a long goatee. A if no, that's just not going to work. I it's not going to work. Period. I, but that's not going to work. If you have one, I, I if honestly, you're out there, at least grow it into a full beard. If you're insecure about your face or your lips or your chin or your neckline, I get it. You want to wear a built-in face covering. Okay. It's got to cover all the way up to the ears. It cannot be a chin covering. What do you wear? You're chin strap now. <laughs> it's long. That's a long. Long, chin. long that when the when no matter when the wind blows, now your goatee is blowing like your hair. And I don't know what it is about whether it's a long beard or a goatee, but it enrage. I'm enraged. Is someone I, that I just, we watch? I can't. Has a long square. Is it someone from like Storage Wars or long? It's a goatee, not a beard. So oh, Storage we've Wars of long sounds beards. right. It's like goes from here, the sides of the lips, uh -huh. but it's like square, a goatee. And it's like, you know, that look isn't even, it, it's horrible, even it's, with, I, with a mustache. But there we've seen people rock it without even a mustache. And now you look like a pilgrim. Yeah, you look like a religious fundamental person <laughs> right. who does terrorism. Right. And I take that and I who mean rides that. rides in like a wagon. Yeah, like of any religion. In current day. Give me a fucking I saw turning off of my street, I saw a huge <laughs> truck with a Trump sign with a man that had no mustache and a long goatee. Yeah, that's not a goatee. A goatee has a mustache. So now you're talking about. So just a chin strap. A chin beard. Long a goatee sans mustache. That is I don't just know. the ultimate in entitlement. At least if you have a mustache with it, you could consider it a Fu Manchu. Okay. Okay. Which okay. can be cool, depending Fine. on the vibe. If you're right. Uh, uh, well, if we're okay. teaching me, you know, uh, how to use like a samurai sword, and I'm starring in Kill Bill, <laughs> I do think it's cool. I guess if a person has a a fetish where they like white supremacy, long. I it's the law. It's the Z, it's the long. Yeah. When it blows in the wind. Well, my turkey is this. Okay. Since you're, since we're just, we may it. as well. I didn't even plan it. Yeah. San Francisco has period. A, <laughs> goodbye. And it's been real. Um, has a bridge, the Golden Gate Bridge. Yes. Many many people have committed suicide off the Golden okay. Gate Bridge. I do have. Um, we have a complicated relationship with suicide here on this podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, it's. Um, we have listeners who have you know, lost loved ones to, to suicide. And, and I am sensitive to that. I really am. Um, we only have 14 listeners and I know exactly which ones have lost people to suicide and I love them, but there's something about suicide that I ride for. I find it's empowering. I feel like it's everyone's right to choose for themselves. I feel like it's kind of like a, a choice mm -hmm. and certainly people make it in, dark times mm -hmm. and they could probably be talked out of it. Mm -hmm. Same with abortion. One might think mm. one might think okay. in a different life, you might want to make a different choice, but I still feel like it's your own right to choose and knowing that you can, I speak for myself, even if I never do mm -hmm. knowing that 
if I want to, I will. And no one's going to tell me I won't do it. Okay. It's a thing. I have a thing with it. Yes. San Francisco is insufferable in many, 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 many innumerable ways. Uh huh. They have now dedicated approximately a little over, I think, $200 million. Not a lot of money in, by today's standards in terms of like government spending. Um, and I'm thinking it's San Francisco spending, not like necessarily, it's not like Gavin Newsom did it. It's probably their local government in mm -hmm. San Francisco for their roads and bridges. Okay. They have built a net underneath the Golden Gate Bridge for people who commit suicide. Now, many people, there's a documentary of commit suicide off the Golden Gate Bridge. It's a pretty powerful documentary, particularly with one person who changed their mind halfway down, and which makes everyone assume or makes the people who watch the documentary ha question how many people have changed their mind halfway down. Uh, uh huh. And, you know, that's a question of suicide, period. You took all the pills and you changed your mind. There's no going back. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. and this person changed their mind halfway down and fully willed the dolphins <laughs> to push them up to the surface and they survived. They crashed into the water and they're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You go so far deep and they felt the dolphins push them up to the surface. Wow. And they lived. Wow. And, um, but it's just kind of a destination. It's like a romantic sort of grand gesture of suicide, the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm -hmm. And now they've put a nut underneath it. Wow. And they've spent that money, wow. which might seem like a drop in a bucket, and it does. But San Francisco has a pretty, pretty large um, house-challenged population. And I'm not even talking about... They have a really, really big, big problem with people who live on the streets who are addicted to any sort of substance, they have an addiction issue um, in their street population, but they also have people who um, have simply been priced out of the market and live in their cars yeah. and live on the right. street who aren't addicted. Right. So I don't care if you take one million and help three people. I'd rather you do that than build a fucking net, which probably going to strangle somebody anyway. I think that's a wonderful turkey. Thank you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. You're right. Uh, am I a stunt actor now? <laughs> and also, how, somehow knows you how know to that, land gracefully into and, the net. Uh, no, and you know that what's going to, and I'm seeing a rendering of the net here at the Golden Gate Bridge <laughs> website. Not and, the rendering yeah, of the net. And I can see how they're doing it. And, and please believe, here's my prediction. Okay. The Instagram thirst clowns are yeah. all going to go there and jump into the fucking net. Or they're going to take a picture in front of it and they're going to fall in it or they're going to accidentally fall in it, it. Oh, is it so high up that it's right there? It's, you can see, I mean, it's right there. Well, they're right going to have there. to make it against the law. But either way... Does it matter? My prediction is somebody falls in it and... $400 million. Oh, I thought it was two fifty. dollars And then they get injured and they sue the city and now here we are. I mean, it's just like, There's when are we going to stop with this fucking, like... Look, I, I, I agree with everything you said about suicide. And if they're just like with drug addiction, make drugs legal and then have the help when the help needs to be there. People, you know, whatever the help is for trying to get through the darkness of suicide. Great. Or addiction or drugs or whatever. Like people are going to do what people are going to fucking do. And you can try and help. You can do the best you can. But why like, don't you help? Why don't you put the safety net there for people who've been priced out of their tiny that, yes, studio take apartments? Yes, money. 
because there, people are airbnb everywhere all throughout the most expensive city in the world. Yep. Why don't you put a safety net on the people who can't afford homes? Yep. Take $400 million. You don't think that could help a bunch of families get housed? You're a turkey. 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 So we got a gift. Gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, 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 bitch. Golden gobble. Golden gobble. <laughs> golden gobble, gobble, golden. Okay. We got a gift from um, our Patreon subscriber. Her name is JGB. Okay. okay yeah. Hello there, Brandy and Julie. I think you guys are terrific and I really appreciate your content. I love the politics show as well as the Patreon. I'm a high school teacher in California, and after a long day, I look forward to cranking up your pod, pouring a glass of vino, and prepping dinner. This is the most luxurious part of my day, and you bring me so much laughter, joy, and education. I just love it. You are both so hysterical and relatable. I know these coasters are probably super weird, but it would make me happy to think about you guys resting your drinks on my face in the drug den. Also, fuck that Jeff Lewis guy. He's a gauche turd. You guys are magic and you make people happy while that crusty goblin just festers in hot sewage of his own creation. Warmest regards, JGB. Damn right. Damn, Damn right. right. Now JGB sent picture coasters with her photo on them. <laughs> They're pretty nice coasters. Too. Yeah. Oh, that's great. She's really cute. She has a selfie style that she does. Yeah. That is hilarious. And I do recommend find your your selfie frame and then just stick with it. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we have people approach us who want to take selfies and they just don't have they don't have their their they don't have a consistent selfie move. Mm -hmm. Like me and you, we you know what my good side is. Mm -hmm. We have a plan. Mm -hmm. We do it. We've mm -hmm. got to be able to get in and out with right. selfies. Yes. And a lot of times when the people don't know, I go, I got to take the picture then. Uh huh. I yes, try to do. train them. Yes, you do. But and she's got one. Jay has. <laughs> she does it. She does it consistently, and she's very cute. And these are really nice coasters. And we will drink on top of her face. And I appreciate her listening to both podcasts. We have almost 2,700 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Now, okay, that's great. Um, and Good. I want the 14 listeners who listen on Apple Podcasts, anyone who hasn't given us a review, please just go there. You can hit five stars. You can hit one star. You don't have to write anything. Uh, we don't. If you do write something, I'm pretty sure if you just hit the stars, it counts as a review. It's a review. I mean, it's a rating, whatever. Yeah, right. Hit it. Five stars, one star, whatever. Right. It's two seconds. Mm -hmm. If you do want to write something, we don't care if you write something negative. Someone literally wrote, I like when they talk about issues. Is that bad? <laughs> Is that good? Is I think it's bad and good. I think it's passive aggressive. What 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 is that? Is that a I like compliment? When they talk about issues. I mean, I'm assuming. It's a compliment while also being sure to um, subvertly say that they don't like it when we don't talk right. about well, anything but issues. So what that means when we, the beginning and the beginning the and the end. When they talk about themselves, when they bug on their Patreon, <laughs> when they interview um, people, when they talk about gifts. So everything else except the issues. So okay. that's right, the well, type of, you right. can, and it's short and sweet. That's fine. And do that. We really would like to get over 3,000. I would love a slew of passive aggressive reviews. Think that'd be great. I like, I, I like, like, you know, um, I like it for the most part. 
<laughs> you can use that one if you want. Or I don't know I don't how know. they get away with this. That's good. Their voices are fine. You know, you could really, there's a lot you could do if hit you want to miss. be. Hit or miss is good. Yep. Mm. All true. It's not my favorite. You could do that. I do it when I'm desperate, though. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. They talk about this one. Okay. I like it, but I feel like they talk about their Patreon podcast too much. <laughs> good one. Because that adds right. in the Patreon into it. Right. Which is still, right. still helping the Patreon at that yes. point. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Also very good. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're interested in checking out our Patreon podcast, <laughs> please go to julianbrandy.com. <laughs> you can listen to a free one. There's also a link in the description of this episode. We do three a week. They're an hour long. There's no politics. There's no ads. There's no issues. There's no interviews. Yeah. So if you like hearing about issues, you're not going to want. You don't want to do the Patreon. I mean, we talk about personal issues. We talk about bathroom issues. Personal issues such as IBS, nibs, like allergies, cleanses, fitness, ghosts. In our home, mm, uh huh. Dog poo, <laughs> kitty litter, yes. Cat crusties, vet appointments, mm, regular appointments, medical doctors, yes. Dancing in heels, people we hate, mm, people we like, <laughs> yes. Uh, I sh should say, a person we like, right? A few <laughs> handful <laughs> TV shows, uh, movies we hate and like. Mm -hmm. Um, destination, travel, blind items, um, questions, yeah, answers, questions and answers. These are all things you can get. <laughs> just go there, check out our Patreon. You can sign up for even just one a week. You can start at one hour podcast a week. That's $4 a month. You can see if you like it. If you don't cancel. Also, sign up, share it with 13 of your friends. We don't care if and people just, share it. No. We don't care if people steal it. We but don't just, care. But just remember this. This is important as Patreon has or is going through some new fucking bullshit. If you join for free, you will not get any content. So this is very important for people to understand. There is a you can join Patreon for free, but then you don't get any content. You're just basically signing up for the old just, free things. That just are out whatever. There. But you can I mean, get we have, anyway. We have 800 free members at this point. Yeah, so we don't That's know quite what's a bit. going on with that, <laughs> but um, we want you to know in case you're confused that if you join our Patreon for free, you will not get any content. So that is just for you to know. Okay, now we get to hang out with one of our favorite triple threats and talk some shit. I do whatever the fuck I want. That's how I got famous, talking shit. And I'ma keep talking shit. I'ma keep talking shit till the day I die, bitch. Matter of fact, I'ma record something. So when I'm dead and I'm in a casket, I'ma be on a fucking radio talking shit like, yeah, at my funeral, let me tell you about these motherfuckers. Okay, this is our segment called Talking Shit, where we hang out with funny people and talk shit about all the dumb gay stuff going on in the world. Why? Because talking shit is fun, our friends are funny, and Pee Wee 23 has been a bipolar shit dick of a year. 
Beyond, which is why we are so excited for our guest today. He's an insanely talented actor, performer, writer, producer, and topless <laughs> Instagram model for the ages. That's right. So without further ado, it's time to talk some shit and celebrate Thanksgiving with our brother from our dead bitch mother, the people's couch. Please welcome Emerson Collins. Oh, hey. Hey, you guys. Uh, nobody funny was available, so I said, great, I'll do it. But you're our bubby, and it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. It is true. It's giving thanks to said every basic homosexual who like just discovered comedy this week. It's giving thanks. It's giving thanks. We did it. <laughs> now, this is our Thanksgiving episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we Are have... we going to go around and say what we're thankful for? Should we do it? No, because we're not thankful for anything, are we? Are we feeling we like that part? too bitter? Pretty uh, bitter. I'm thankful for but... you. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful. <laughs> I mean, we did get a group text, like a group chat. Um, I think it was, was it, I think it was generated by Scott Nevins. This yes, past. yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. I thought, I got so excited, Emerson. <laughs> I thought Scott was inviting us to his home <laughs> in Palm Springs uh, for a lovely weekend where we could watch um, you posing near the hot tub with like Correct. your huge dick. Because I just used his house for Instagram shoots. Yes. Instead... It was just a thing about people's couch. And I was so close to being like, Scott, lose my number unless this is an invite to your home in Palm Springs. Correct. They're like, And it's fair. It's giving thanks. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> invite your friends to sit on your couch and not get paid $3 in a roll of duck tape. Watch television. Yeah. Like, why has Scott never invited us back out to his home? He's <laughs> like, oh, you know, once was great. Once was great. Yeah, was once enough. was enough. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you guys ever have like actual Thanksgivings where people said go around and say what you're thankful for? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and did you? Was it great or was it cringe? Mm-mm. No, it's always the worst. It's the worst. And I can even go up one. Um, Please do. Um, on Jewish Thanksgiving called Passover. Yes. Where we, so are, we, are, <laughs> where we are then forced to go around and say women that we are... <laughs> Uh, oh, appreciative yes. for because the yes. women in general in a, during a Passover weren't allowed, blah, 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 this whole thing. And then we have to go around and it's like, now we're all just being set up because if you don't say yeah. your mother... Oh, right. What are you going to... Because you right. accidentally go Amelia Earhart. Yeah, what are they going to do? <laughs> sit there and be like, um, Joan of Arc, I think. Susan my- B. Anthony gets a lot of props <laughs> yeah, at Passover like, Lady Night. No. Like- <laughs> Everyone has to go like, I just want to say that my mother and her mother are huge. <laughs> da, da, da. And of course they are. But like, you know, we're all now just being set up. And that's how I do feel like with Thanksgiving, too. It's like... Ugh. Well, now you just, we have to say, we have to go around a table of people I barely talked to all year and go, I'm really thankful we're all here together. Also, and- it's, it's only ever the person who's had the best year who says, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know and then they do, say that they're hate, and they never say like they're thankful for like that TV series that show, that like $4 million home they bought. They're like, I'm just thankful for the laughter of children. (laughs) My friends and family and their support (laughs) in my wonderful modern Eames home that I just built. (laughs) We've had a cornucopia of blessings in our life. You know, it's mainly just like the friendship of our neighbors and the Mm. community. Now, Emerson, you are Texas boy. So you guys love family and shit. You love love Jesus and you love (laughs) eating big portions. Mm with together at your big table, you must have like, are you going to see your family for Thanksgiving? 
okay, I'm not because poor. And so I only do like Christmas holidays to my family. But growing up, my great grandmother, so my grandfather was one of six children and my great grandmother lived to be a hundred and six. Oh my God. And Thanksgiving and Easter, we were like the Texas branch of the family and we all drove to Louisiana and there were like a hundred people I'm related to, like at this house on this like little lake in this one stop sign town in Louisiana. We're like, mm. when we went to the church, we filled it. And I was like, who's here on every other Sunday? Like five people? Uh, I think wow. we single-handedly sustained the church. And we did, like, where they cooked for, like, three days. And on Thanksgiving morning, they put out, like, deviled eggs. So many mm. deviled eggs, it covered, like, a card table. And, like, I mm. like I eat deviled eggs like the way you eat chips. You know, like, oh, you probably shouldn't eat <laughs> ten of those. I, I just ate, like, five same. eggs filled with mayonnaise and relish or whatever. It's mm. fine. They have oh, them no, out in the morning. Yeah. You're fucking starving. The meal doesn't come out until like after three or four. And you're like, how many deviled eggs do I have to eat until mm. this Thanksgiving meal comes out? I will eat them all. <laughs> the, but also the best part about like good Christian Southern Thanksgiving is that because it's not a religious holiday, but people desperately want it to be somehow, the like prayers are like 20 minutes long. You know, it's like there's no sermon, there's no service, but what I'm going to do is pray like no one has ever prayed before while we wait for this like luncheon at 4.37 p.m. so that everyone at the end is just like, thank God that I can eat. Yeah. It is pretty amazing that Thanksgiving somehow can turn religious. Because it was yeah. not. Because anything oh, can. It, uh, anything we'll can. find it. We will find a way. Exactly. At this we'll point, it's way. probably even political. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But it, now yeah, exactly. Like, well, four-person Thanksgiving with Blake's parents, because he's an only child, and then invite, like, our closest friends over for a Thanksgiving dessert, like, in the evening. Like, grown-ups to, like, drink on the patio. I'm an only child, too. I have the exact same vibes as him, where Thanksgiving sometimes is depressing. So then I just yep. have to invite bogeys in. To get drunk <laughs> with and be like, you know Who's what? The they yeah, they don't even have baggage with these people. Let me just get into it. And they're like, yep. this is great. I haven't seen my family in 10 years. Your parents aren't annoying at all. No, that's fine. <laughs> so great. This is like, well, it's also the randos are fun because it's like watching a 30 minute TV show. Because also people prep for five days for a meal that takes 20 minutes to eat. Fine. <laughs> exactly. Right. 20 um, minutes. Right. And you're like, oh, great. But I will just watch this TV show in my living room for the rest of the afternoon with the randos that somebody invited. Yeah. So you guys aren't <laughs> traveling, but you know, this is like the it's the busiest yeah. in the history of the world. The world. It's yes. never been as trafficy and apparently busy. <laughs> And particularly also, at LAX. Like, how much do you have to love your family to travel? Like, these travel days are worse than Christmas. Worse. By far. Because everyone has to travel on the same days. You know, around Christmas, you can be like, whatever, we'll go the 21st or the 22nd, whatever the, like, cheapest ticket is. At Thanksgiving, it's like, well, girl, you got to be there on Thursday. So And everybody does Thanksgiving. Not yes. everybody does right. Christmas. So Correct. now you're dealing with fucking the entire motherfucking country. Nightmare. Yeah. Literally everyone. This, like non-religionous indigenous day <laughs> we're all like everyone well gotta go to granny's over oh. the river and through the woods to like eat turkey okay as giselle says <laughs> exactly. now have you changed your thoughts and feelings on like holidays as you've gotten older um okay like being genuinely sincere for a minute you know years ago i wrote for the dallas voice an article i always think about queer people at the holidays like i really do it, like it's the weirdest time for uh, so many of our people because there's these obligation events and how many people sort of make sacrifices or like make themselves smaller to go home, you know, to places where it's like, just don't talk about your roommate with Nana because she's 94 <laughs> and you don't want her to have a heart attack and die because you said I'm a queer. 
Um, so, <laughs> like, I end up thinking about that so much more at the holidays because, like, joke, whatever, you know, we're all good and grown and confident in who we are. But how many people that's still like a horrifying struggle of like, how how much am I willing to make myself smaller for the people that, you know, raised me who love me? And I like my big thing is like, don't go. And this isn't just queer people. But like, if you don't love every minute of what you're going to do with those people, do not go just because they like brought you into the world. Slow like, clap. Be with your friends. Like, yeah. Do what you want. Watch movies. Watch the parade. Like sit on your couch and binge watch whatever. <laughs> Like, or go a different day of the year and be prepared to just go visit mm-hmm. on your yeah. terms mm-hmm. when yes. you're ready to just do whatever yeah. and say hello and, and make it about them. Yep. Yeah. So true. And, like, and it's so well because it, it applies to so many people, you know, like they, they don't like what you chose to do for a living. They don't like your partner, your husband, whatever. Like, do not make yourself smaller to like fit into someone else's like perfect holiday photo moment. Don't do it. Yeah, and I don't want to deal with the situation where I'm told from, though we didn't necessarily, but a lot of people have to deal with like, okay, don't talk about politics, don't talk about religion, and don't talk about this. Like, don't fucking tell me what I can or can't talk about. Oh, now, like, sure, visiting home at all. It's like, listen, we know your cousin is a fucking MAGA. Just don't say anything. It's like you're... Exactly. Well, like, or even the other way around. We have a person in our family um, who now won't come around, apparently, for, for some reason, because he's the opposite. He doesn't want to deal with our shit. You're liberal yeah. Jewish. And <laughs> um, he doesn't hates us all now. So uh, apparently because he's Republican and he doesn't want to deal with our shit. And it's like, all right. Then stay great. at home, I guess. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, that like I feel like so many of us have lived in fear of like the ultimatums of like, well, you won't, you know, you won't be invited. Okay, how about I tell you I'm not coming if that person is or that whatever. Like, be the person who makes the ultimatum the opposite way. I'm not. Nobody wants to be anywhere where they don't feel themselves. Yeah. Even though we do our best to make him feel exactly, we didn't make him feel <laughs> himself. That's fine. But it's fine. It's fine. But you're gonna spend 17 hours at LAX or like no. Six hours on the 10 to drive like 45 minutes. Like it better be worth it when you get there more than like the turkey and deviled eggs. That's all. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Also, if you're poor like me, make like a Tuesday in March a family holiday. That's when right. Each- that's <laughs> exactly like, right. You can eat this fancy turkey meal any day. It's and exactly you'll feel true. A lot better about yep. visiting Nana and yep. just not telling her that, you know, you love orgy <laughs> butt sex. Hey, but I'm you like know? really an extralingus this year. Like if Nana doesn't eat this no. in March, maybe I won't be so inclined to tell her. Remember in the other two how, you know, my brother's gay and that's okay. Uh, and they're yes. walking in the street and he's <laughs> yes. like, I didn't need grandma to know I was gay. He was just going to let her die without right. ever finding out. Yes, yes. of course. Yes. So strong. Well, Now, Emerson and I, I include myself in that as he's of Texas boy. I was when we both went to universities in Texas. Mm -hmm. It's a unique thing visiting Texas, especially at this time of year. Um, Next year's an election year. It's really not cute. It's really not cute. I have like friends that like just take a year off of Facebook. They're like, you know what? I'm on my Facebook. You're off. I'm like, oh, that's convenient for you. (laughs) Don't stand up. Yeah. I'm going to take a break for a year. <laughs> right. Until the president gets elected and then I'll come back out and be gay and be like, what? I don't have any political views. Right. Like, this yeah, is how intense it is. Nothing about them. my life is political. It's fine. Yeah. Well, Trump just visited Texas. He got okay. um, his endorsement from Greg Abbott or whoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joe Biden's birthday is this week. It was on Monday. Uh, birthday so, Biden. Yeah, birthday. He's a Thanksgiving baby. So what are what are we thinking like 
we have to talk shit about the the hypocrisy of the ageism on the right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the left, just all of it. The the ageism in general. Um, talk about like this is where I get annoyed. Like with our side. Well, the hypocrisy yeah. comes from being fine with Trump, who's seventy seven, and oh, not that, fine yes. with Biden, who's eighty one. That's true. And or, the left well, is Chuck just a, the left is just ageist. Period. Yeah. <laughs> also, they are. I I don't care. Like I find it the laziest argument. Like argue about any policies, any decisions, whatever. But to be like someone's too old, who cares? Like I. I am less than half his age, and I'm like, am I getting off the couch today? Who knows? <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. So like, make your actual argument. Stop using that as like a weird thing to cater to a person's like biases towards old people. Well, can I just is- say if we're gonna do it like on a super pretentious level, which I have really always done, um, Every- it's a cornerstone of my personality, just being superficial. Uh-huh. I say, let's just go who's the hottest, and then we're done. Yeah. Mm. We're yeah. point blank done. Between Trump and Biden? Anyone. Oh, okay, yeah. Are, we already got Obama wins. Well, every Republican's got to go then. Yeah. Well, who was Bush <laughs> I mean, against? Bu- the f- second Bush? Yeah. W? Yeah. W was against... Oh, my Dukak- God. No, um, what's his name? Al Gore? Yes, Gore. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Who's hotter? The Chad. Al Gore. Really? Ben. I might do it with Bush over him. I feel like that's, that. see, that'd be a toss-up, and that's, that's scary. <laughs> and that's why Bush happened. Okay, I would say it Gore. Tracks. Would, it tracks. It tracks. In Florida, like, that's <laughs> yeah. all of that was because nobody could decide who was hotter, yeah. so. No one could figure out who they wanted to fuck more. Right. When it's cut yeah. and dry, it happens. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. But people think Trump is hot. Some women. What? Some I- Women think no Trump is hot. There's no way. I, 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 I mean, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I don't know what to say. Like, why would anyone? Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't, I see the, some of the things online or on the, TV, the news or whatever. You see these women's like, women for Trump or Trump can fucking suck okay. my pussy or you whatever. Might. It's like, what? Why? But I also feel like, you know, if you don't have a full set of teeth, your standards <laughs> are a little weird anyway, right? You know? And you might like, think no, tr- you can say Trump has got a certain you know swag. sex appeal swag yeah <laughs> okay but if you stand him up against Biden at any age you just can't you can't no. I mean Biden right. is a full like he's full sexy I mean don't put the aviators um, on and, and fuck especially me I can't with the women okay I just have to say for for a straight woman to in any capacity look at Biden Joe Biden who cries that is his the wife that died fifty years ago and the kid he loves his children he fucking loves five thousand grandkids him and Jill have like the relationship of the fucking ages he's sweet he's kind he's empathetic yep. he's all these things yep. everything a woman wants in a man and then you look at donald trump and go right that go you need to kill yourself and emerson 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 two words yes hunter yes. biden okay <laughs> he well, can get it so fucking hard i don't even care about his new veneers <laughs> i know I, I i knew you would feel that way that's not a surprise to me i i you know you love a bad boy you know i can fix him i can change him i can save him He's oh, hot no. and a little dirty and a little dangerous and maybe he hasn't bathed this week. Who knows? It worked for Colin Farrell for like three decades. <laughs> or I want to party with him. Yeah. I just want to pa- I want to get in a hotel room with him. Two strippers. Get the strippers. Get the drugs. Yes. Get the gun out. And let's do <laughs> on this your way, On your way to the party. Like, I mean, what is the, I mean, let's have a convention. I mean, am I right? Like, I, I mean. So you think ageism is a lazy, stupid argument? I do. Because like, like anything, like 
who does it apply to? Like what? Yes, yeah, sure. You put one 80 year old up against another. How do they compare? You put one 20 year old against another. Like it's just the dumbest metric to have any sort of consistent feeling on. If you think the person is not qualified, say they aren't. If you don't believe they can do the job, say they can't. Like, but just to make sweeping age discussions fits into such a weird, lazy American like youth worship bullshit that's yeah. just bullshit. Yep. Now, yeah, do, you, do you think I don't like the programs do I don't you, like what he's done I don't think he's done enough whatever do you think Trump is gonna get or who do you want there's got to be a Republican person who do you prefer like to go against Biden yeah I mean prefer whatever Trump I mean like yep. if we can't Trump. the country say like that that is garbage we live through that garbage whatever like our empire deserves to fall so to speak you know it's if Agreed. we can't you know, because anyone else would still get more done Exactly. I want the worst. I do too. The worst of the worst doing his stand up routine. That's all he has to offer. Like, sure, he'll continue to destabilize democratic institutions, whatever. (laughs) Uh, But like, all of the others would like get legislation passed so much faster. Like, DeSantis, like, in his little lift shoes and his weird wonky smile, Mm. would have like 84 pieces of legislation ready to go day one. Yeah. He's very dangerous. Chris Rufo, all those people, they know what they're doing. Yeah. It's true. Um, we don't want anyone who knows what they're doing. Wait, I don't. can I go back a second yes. to buy Thanksgiving baby? Yes. Did you guys watch Ellie McBeal ever? Yes. Okay. There was a character on that show, Richard, who like his obsession with women was the soft neck skin of older women. They he called the waddle. Oh, that's and I think right. That it, every year at Thanksgiving, I see a turn and all I think about is Richard like really wanting to like play with like an older woman's like soft neck skin. And I thought, you know what? They couldn't even make that show today because nope. none of those in, in that age bracket on TV have that skin anymore. Like, and no one wants it. And, and like true. Biden has like, I'll get it when we get older. But like the waddle, like every, who <laughs> that's played what I Richard? I need to see. Do you guys recall? Uh, uh, I can't remember. I, I want to say that it's what's his, uh, the guy from Pretty in Pink, but I know that's not right. Yes. Is it that is. it? It is him. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's um, the guy that went on to the other show. Yeah. Now, this is when we're all old. I know. We I can't, can't remember his name. Greg German. I just looked it up. You're oh, welcome. Greg German. I know mm-hmm. exactly who the fuck that is. <laughs> but I just. I think of it at Thanksgiving every year with turkeys. I just think of like, oh, a weird sexual fetish for like the the waddle of a woman. If like, only it if... was fetishized, yeah. we could all keep it. Yeah, you're right. Well, I sort of now like love because at the time I was like, whatever, weirdo. And I'm like, that's kind of a hilarious, like delightful thing. It was like literally fetishizing like aging <laughs> as opposed to like dismissing it and being like, ooh, gross. I can't believe your body has changed. Right. Like, Which would be good. And especially for women, if the majority yeah. of women who are uh, heterosexual women and men did that rather than yeah. shame women for getting yes. older, then yeah. everyone could be just so much happier. And you know who doesn't yeah. shame women? Joe Biden. We've never Correct. heard Joe Biden but, shame motherfucking women. If we, but we're we not like Trump. If we appreciated the waddle, Kenny Rogers never would have gotten the facelift. He never Correct. would have. He like the way I brought have. that all the way back around. See, there was like a connective point to like ageism. Ally McBeal brought us co-ed bathrooms, that weird fucking baby, and the waddle <laughs> of a woman. I mean, maybe it's time to. No one is talking about Ally McBeal. No, like we're all revisiting the old shows. Like everyone's yeah. like, that's Sopranos. People right. Even doing yeah. Mad Men. Right. But maybe yeah. it's time for Ally McBeal. Maybe it is. You know. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You know what? I started watching recently because of Hulu what? is Moonlighting. <laughs> <gasps> I haven't started it yet, and it's way high on my list. I mean, it's the the so the tra- outdated. The trailer is like porn, though. It's oh, it's like porn for people of a certain age. I'm. Like, oh my yeah. god. I, well, also, uh, because you could never watch it in reruns or whatever, like, nope. it's this mythic show, because I've known so many people who talked about it as one of the great television shows. So and have great. Never, 
episode. Oh my god. It's oh, you got to do it. it you got to watch it. You it's 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 uh, it's just beyond. It's 80s magic. Okay, let's talk yeah. shit about how the diarrhea MAGA Republicans <laughs> because of Trump, talking about Trump yep. being toxic, have completely taken over Capitol Hill. Um so again, being from Texas, you know how tied like Texas and Oklahoma are, Emerson. Masculinity, we love that shit. I mean, love it. Could you I, of course I was not even shocked. I, I was at you know I was shocked that the guy who got in the fight, Mark Wayne Mullen, <laughs> there's someone in the Senate named Mark Wayne. I was uh -huh. just surprised he wasn't a Texas senator, but it was an Oklahoma senator who challenged a teamster to basically like a modern day duel on the and <laughs> yes. a con during a congressional hearing. What, yes. Were you were you were you just like yes? Of course this happened. Were you surprised? We had a conversation with you. It was like back in September. You came on with Blake. And we talked about the new dress code. In yes. I love that the Republicans are requiring a fucking dress code, but that's yeah. fine. Let's challenge each other to like <laughs> take this out. A full, full fight. Yeah. I mean, we are the Hatfields and the McCoys, <laughs> like getting out our fist, to preparing to engage in fisticuffs. I saw it like as it happened, like the clip that instantly went everywhere. And I just mm. cackled. I was like, what in the middle school bathroom? Like after. <laughs> is happening right now like you are reading aloud a tweet which is basically like a modern day slam book of this guy being like anytime any place and he's sitting in the senate of the united states of america and says this is a time this is a place i was like first of all mark wayne mark wayne <laughs> by the way for everyone listening at home mark wayne it's not two separate names like nope. a good southern girl there's no space it's nope. all one word mark wayne Marquane, <laughs> the Wayne of the Marquane is not capitalized. The W Correct. is lowercase. Marquane. All one name. <laughs> uh, but then they get into that weird, like, you know, he wants to, like, swear at him. And he's like, stand your butt up then. And I was like, wait, you're, you want to fight this man on the Senate floor. But, like, we def what, you're not going to say ass. Yeah, you're, what, you're too scared to cuss. That's censors? what was so crazy. Like, you're respectful enough not to use any profanity. And then he goes, you stand your butt up. I'm like, oh, right. now we're both going to not use profanity. But apparently we're going to, like, this get is, into a physical And fight. also, you're all so full of shit. <laughs> like, yeah. unless you literally, you know the guy was there. You needed to do it in front of everyone. You needed to both, like, like do it with an audience. And I, I'll never forget a friend of mine, this guy, who literally would get, would he punched... A, an Uber driver in the face because oh he God. sassed his girlfriend, and I'm obsessed with it. And and he 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 said to me, he's like, the the thing is this: if you talk about it, it's not going to happen. If I'm going to punch right. you in the face, I'm going to punch you in the face. And I right. was so yeah. Mark Wayne should have just walked up to him right why before didn't he, even he walked do in it? and just clocked him because he's full of shit. He's a bloated, <laughs> smoking mirrors fucking buffoon. buffoon, and the other guy who's the teamster who was like, all right, let's do it, who sounded like he's from Boston. Like, you know, the Teamster would have fought him if he had absolutely just gone to him would, and, and punched him. I would absolutely not step to a Teamster ever. Like, they ever. have been wonderful. Every movie set, everything I've ever done. But there is a vaguely terrifying element of, like, Jimmy Hoffa. Like, yes. in the, this Jimmy Hoffa in the background. Like, that man running the Teamster sitting there would absolutely, if you stood to him in the middle of the Senate oh. floor, would happily swung back at you. Like, he yeah. would be like, I'm respectful, I'm here, I'm not swinging first because I am here to testify and do my job. But if you swing at me, sir, I'm taking you all the way down. I don't yeah. think people, though, I would say that actors, and specifically Emerson, maybe you're a producer, too, so you've, you've had, like, a 
you know, a deep role in like crews. If you have a knowledge of crew on like being in a set and, you know, in any kind of movie set that's unionized, the Teamsters are so fucking scary, like hot, but scary. Like PAs will be like, I'm supposed to tell them that they need to go. I can't do it. And they're like scared because PA, you know, production assistants are generally like quite young and they don't yeah. want to go up to like the scary guy with like the shuttle pass man right. and be like, um, they want you to pick someone up. <laughs> like they're highly intimidating. Like, you know, they, you know, they have, yeah, ties to like, they are, he, that guy from Oklahoma is a fucking idiot. And like, I <laughs> wish now Sean O'Brien, who's the head of the Teamsters, go, they, it, they do fuck him up. I want them to beat <laughs> yeah. his fucking ass. Like, well, because the Teamsters are like that best, the best like guy you knew in high school who was like, if you, if somebody comes for you, you come find me. You yeah, know, like, exactly. That's what I'm talking about, and I'm not mad at it. I am not yeah, even correct. mad at it. Why you I, on my side? Like a yeah. little scary, but like once they trust you, or they're like good with how you run, they're like great. Where do you need us? What are we doing? Like yes. where are we going? Oh my like, god! Exactly. But we didn't even get to the best part was that they get like halfway in and then like Bernie Sanders, like the oh. middle school teacher exhausted by everyone is like, hey, 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 you're hey, a United States senator. You're a United but, States like, senator. And you see the like teamster guy be like, yes, sir. Like respecting the situation. Exactly. Like the one who's I'm not getting in the way of the teacher. And then Mark Wayne, Mark Wayne, <laughs> um, <laughs> waiting until Bernie has already like settled it all down to be like. I don't like you. You just described yourself like middle school times. Yeah, like, so sir, you have so much time to prepare for this. You have a whole staff of people to give you some things to say. He's a pussy. He's a full puss. Uh, the teamster knows he can kick his ass. Teamster. Also, by the way, when you were watching Emerson, uh, before he, you, even though we know Bernie's voice, remember yes. in this clip or in the scene, <laughs> you see the, the scene. And Bernie Sanders' hand is yes. so recognizable. <laughs> Yes. It's like a claw, a red yeah. lobster claw, <laughs> Jewish lobster Correct. claw. And like it's climbing into the <laughs> shot screen time. And the way it's bent down like a and yes. it was so the the whole thing was like legendary yeah. Bernie Sanders from beginning to end. Yes. It absolutely was. Marquand should have hired, Marquand. you know, a Candius's ghostwriter who writes yes. her, you know, yes. whoever, t Teddy's yes. ghostwriter who writes her BravoCon material. Like at this point, Whitney from Salt Lake City would have mopped the floor yeah. with like both of these men in a like comeback <laughs> yeah. contest. Like we were not prepared for the verbal <laughs> sparring. No, yeah, no, they were not. No, they were not. not. And ugh. but what do you think is going to happen? Like, are we of the mind that we just discussed with Trump and everything? Like, are we to escalate this until we just get to the end game? Because it's obviously headed in a direction. There was another a fight where some dumb douche called another one a smurf <laughs> that was in the house mm -hmm. and these things are going to very vulgar like tragic class people are thinking they're gotching ya and they're like getting ya they're dunking and it's like nobody's they everyone is just comes out looking like trash they yeah. all do so, well like the veneer of behavior behaving is definitely gone yep and i think we're headed for the like it's going to get worse before better like we it's we're you know, so much of the extremes are willing to, like, care less about the job. And I always go to, look, no matter how much I dislike, disagree with whatever people in our country, we all live here. Like, and we do have to set legislation and things that apply to all of us. Like, we have to drag the horrible bigots along with us, you know, because what we yeah. don't do is, like, put people in camps and, like, say, like, you whatever. 
but we're but the people in the middle are all retiring the reasonable people are walking away because they're like i'm not so unless we find a new generation of genuine consensus makers we're headed for its worst before it gets better like we're not we have not reached the bottom of this barrel do you have a timeline i mean i think the next election really does 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 decide it right i do think if there's a world in which trump wins um we go to america's fundamentally a different institution mm-hmm. you know we 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 finished losing our place as a leader in the world yep. and just become the larger powers. We give strength to the like uh, the Iran, China, Russia, you know, yep. like other yep. other opportunities step up to take the place of our yep. our role in the world, and that that definitively ends like for the era of American exceptionalism. Yep. Uh, and then what do we do? Well, just then we like, fight with we people to, here. Well, yeah, well, like then we continue our like weird social civil war, essentially. Um, and then I think what it becomes is a race to see who economically wins the next generation of technology. You know, who wins uh, the next round of technology sets who leads economically in the world. And if we don't eradicate TikTok, which we won't, then China <laughs> right. wins. Well, really, it gets to the like, you know, who, whoever wins the next evolution of the AI battle, like becomes the next leading force in the world. Mm-hmm. That's probably where we're headed and probably more important than any of the, the important social discussions happening in fact, many countries around the world. But whoever achieves that next level of AI evolution first. Well, um, let's just talk about AI since we're all actors um, yep. and the SAG strike just thankfully just ended, which is great. Um, we have to talk shit about AI. I want to tell Julie the story. I don't think she knows. Um, so everybody, AI is scary, scary, scary. I, so the Microsoft just um, hired the founder of the AI app Chat GPT, which I call Chatbot GPT because I don't even know what the fuck anything is <laughs> or what that is. But it's kind of <laughs> insane. His 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 board ousted him because he's aggressively pushing AI. So I just want to tell you the story. So Sheryl Crow yes. went on like Jimmy Fallon or something. I don't even know what. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Emerson knows. And she was like talking about AI and how it was scary. And she was in um, Nashville. And you know how country music, nobody writes their own music. And it's all like, you know, like when Sia gives a song oh, yeah, to yeah, Rihanna, yeah. Yeah. Rihanna first yeah. hears the song and Sia's mm-hmm. voice. And then that's why Britney's like, when we up in the club, it's like, that was clearly <laughs> a British person who wrote that fucking song. Right. And so she copied their voice. So Sheryl Crow hears this song by this new songwriter and John Mayer is singing the song. Okay. That she's maybe to buy. And the songwriter's like, I didn't have any money. So I just used AI and I said, put in John Mayer. And Cheryl Crow said, you could not tell. No one, not even John Mayer, oh. could tell that it wasn't John Mayer. And I got so upset. It was like literally someone showed me where all the diapers go and how they don't like break <laughs> yep. down. Like I Correct. could not handle the thought. It was like thinking of infinity. Yes. You knew that story, right, Emerson? Yes. We're fucked. I told you, <laughs> yeah. and I've been saying it from the beginning, we are fae. It's the Matrix is going to come true. It is, we are fucked before we're batteries in the thing and we're getting sucked and the matrix machines come to life we're going to all lose jobs it's i I am so scared of ai we are in a place where like the arts are in danger so much sooner than society Mm -hmm. like you know microsoft is putting like 50 billion dollars next year into like setting up infrastructure to (sighs) pursue like general ai you know where it's not like a specific task it's like literally trying to get like the computer that is a person um 
But the reality of that, I think, is so much further off because a computer that can analyze billions of conversations for all the nuance of how you respond to various things can seem like a person because it's absorbed so much human behavior. But I think, like, crossing the intelligence line is, like, I don't don't think that's... Like, you can tell when a bot that almost passes in, like, comments. You're like, wait a second. That's not real. I think we'll get to the point where we can't tell that it didn't cross the line because, you know, if you feed it billions and billions of human interactions, there's almost no question you could ask that it couldn't respond the way a human would. That's still not the same as, like, actually generating its own innovative idea. Right. Uh, which, so, like, that isn't. But we are, I was saying this even before this became huge with the new SAG stuff. When we first went on strike, I was like, this is about AI. This is about, we are three to five years max away from a fully AI studio where they, like, have a script generated by chat GPT. They have performances generated entirely from like created generative AI, you know, people. And that is going to happen. They should be the like B movie studios of the next era. Like we can't stop it, but what we have to do is protect the ability of like human performers to one exclusively own their images, exclusively own their voices that uh, you can't use people's work product to combine and teach your AI. Like all we can do at this point is set up guardrails. And what we're realizing, a lot of people I think are just coming to awareness of that conversation, even since the SAG deal was approved by the board of like how much, how close that is right now. So you think it's going to happen. We just have to regulate it. Yes. Like one, I think technology isn't good or bad, right? It advances and like what you do or don't do with it is makes the decision of whether it's good or bad. These things are happening. They will happen. What we can do is protect, you know, people. We can say, you can't use my past movies and performances to teach your AI how to make better movies and performances. But like, it's undeniably coming. You look across Twitter. I'm still calling it that, by the way. I haven't updated my app on my phone. (laughs) Says Twitter. You're welcome. Um, The, you can see people creating like beautiful trailers that are fully AI generated, you know, and all it's going to take is licensing some guy in Oklahoma, like pay him $500 for him to record his voice for three hours and motion capture his body. And then you have a full non-union performer that you can stick in as a barista in a movie. Like that is coming. That is happening. So all we can do is protect the highest level of art, require the contributions of actual humans, actual performers, um, and mitigate like how it impacts our ability to have careers. I'm scared also, well, art uh, dictates like all of humanity, I think. So that's yeah. scary. But I'm also scared of the fact that even now deep fake videos, which are clearly fake, <laughs> yeah, people fall for that shit and be like, can yeah. you yeah. believe Nancy Pelosi did that? And it's yeah. like, that's not real, asshole. They're going to yeah. get so good. Yep, they're going to get so good. Well, To me, that's the actual danger to our American culture, society, political organization more than anything is the combination of the last five years of like creating literally multiple sets of facts across media. Right. Like fake news, alternative facts, like all of that, that we did that in prep, that that happened in preparation for this. You know, you can no longer like watch a video together and have everyone be like, this is definitely what happened in this video. We can't even agree on that, much less like now when people see a bunch of fake videos that are might as well be the real ones cleaning up fake information as it relates to our political institutions across the internet will become a losing battle so quickly. Like that to me is the greatest danger. Yeah, I agree. 100%. It's going to be, you know, where even us, like people who pay attention all the time will be like, wait, I need to find the source of this video. I've got to make sure like where the actual feed come from. You know, it's like, I can't even go like, Oh, it's from this website. It's like, 
I've been checking my news stories that way for years. Like, okay, what's the original source? What was the greater context? What was the whole video that you pulled these 12 seconds from? People aren't even willing to do that about real stuff. If it's fake stuff, they'll be like, well, I saw this person say this, and that's the truth. Yeah. Yep. And even in a microcosm of small creators who could be, now it's like, here's a tweet someone found, and it's like, that's not real. Yep. I never did that. Or, yep. I mean, there's oh, so I know. many that. levels. Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, people have been trolling that way for years, and it's like, ha, 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 funny. But it's like, okay, great. But then you have to be like, no, that's not really. Hillary Clinton didn't really say that weird thing. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're going to get hit the very real, unstoppable version of that so quickly. And we've set up our culture for people to disbelieve news organizations uh, now. So it's like, who's going to be the arbiter that says, this is actually a correct video of a thing that happened between two world leaders or whatever? Like, Well, I will say the news organizations did it to themselves. Like during yes. COVID, when CNN needed to have on uh, Mark Zuckerberg and his stupid fucking wife. And I was like, yeah. what are they doing there? Like, I don't want to hear from Mark Zuckerberg and his wife during COVID. Yep. I don't. I don't yeah. care. You're not a fucking yeah. doctor. There was a ton of misinformation in COVID anyway. But the last, literal last person I want to hear on the planet is from Mark Zuckerberg. Why don't you go bug off? Bug off. Like, go into an yeah. island. <laughs> go into a and, UFC cage fight. <laughs> and no one's particularly blameless in this, right? It's like even before our modern era, like the slanting of news to spin, you know, spinning news right. has always been a thing, right? Yeah. Well, we spun it and spun it and spun it and then we broke it. But like that we were sort of headed there and like everyone's guilty of that. Like we'll read this poll of it, make it say this way and like read the information this way or leave out this piece of information. That's always been the case. And then it just broke completely into like, oh, entertainment news people are willing to say completely false things for viewership. Oh, yeah. And we broke political systems. Sorry about the lawnmower. Oh, I love that. It sounds like your vibrator is on in the background, which feels like a perfect time to wrap it up and say, after that incredibly dystopian, depressing picture of the future, where the world probably ends or doesn't next November, who knows? As you go home to see your friends and family this week, give thanks. You know that you're alive and for each other and that we got to spend this time together. Yeah, we don't have AI yet. Not yet. We can only Correct. be as, as young and as AI-less as we are right this That's moment. Right. That's right. We will never be more so than now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emerson, where can the non-AI people... Our 14 listeners, yeah. they know you, they love you, from our dead bitch mother people's couch, <laughs> yes. all of your movies and endeavors. But tell them where they can... Remind them where they can find your sexy dick pics. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. I mean, I would say you could come find me on my couch, but that's a little bit weird. So find me on Instagram at Emerson Collins. Uh, and our Facebook. I've gone back to Facebook like a grandma. I'm just kind of enjoying it again. Like, who cares? Cat that's memes. Right. Fuck Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it. Let's take it back to our roots. Right. If we're going to argue and Twitter's gone, let's argue on Facebook the way civilized Correct. people do. <laughs> So that's it for this episode of our Dumb Gay Podcast. Thank you guys for listening to our stupid-ass podcast. We love and appreciate all 14 of you so much. If you're new here and you like us, but you'd rather not hear about Dumb Gay World events, please consider checking out our Patreon podcast. I know everyone has a Patreon podcast. It's completely annoying to have it pushed on you. I will say we just joined our first one, mm. and I've been thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying it. I also upgraded... 
Um, our Hulu account, Julie and I are people that share all of our streaming accounts. Basically, Julie pretty much pays for like 10 of them and I pay for like <laughs> two. And I have never felt more fucking empowered than when I upgraded Hulu from $8 a month to 18 mm-hmm. and have not seen now, one commercial. I haven't seen one commercial. I've been like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch all of Hulu now. Well, you better get to stepping on these TVs, gal. <laughs> and gal. sign on in so I can get rid of my Hulu. Yeah. Well, also, b- joining someone's Patreon has made uh, really felt good. Mm. We're helping small creators. Mm-hmm. I'm also enjoying the Patreon. I feel like I'm in someone's living room nice. and they're telling me personal things that mm. no one else is allowed to know mm. and only people who pay can know. Uh-huh. It's been good. It's been fun. Like I've I've enjoyed it. And and I feel like that's where we're at. Our Patreon family is like very important to us. We do feel they're close to our hearts. They're the only people who are allowed to criticize us or mm-hmm. give us notes mm-hmm. and tell us anything. They send us private messages on there. Mm-hmm. And we love them a lot. So you can listen to a free episode in the description of this podcast. Or again, go to julianbrandy.com. We do three Patreon podcasts a week. Every week they post at 10 a.m. Pacific time, Wednesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. They're all an hour. No politics, no ads, no interviews. Right. No structure and no rules. It's stress-free, mindless fun in our inner sanctum of our vagina. Uh, you can subscribe for as little as a dollar a week. You get one podcast a week for $1, three podcasts a week for $2. And for those of you who love video, you can get three video podcasts a week for $3. That's a week. And when you sign up, you will immediately get access to hundreds of hours of timeless back podcasts. There's a list pinned to the top of the feed of all of our most popular episodes, but a lot of people like to start at our very first Patreon episode from back in 2017 and listen all the way up to now. And as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been dumb. And our bubby, Emerson Collins. Thankful for Emerson Collins. Always delivering. Mm. How'd you do, I? See you've met, my faithful hand in hand he's just a little broad dime because when you knocked he thought you were the candy man don't get strung up by the way i look don't judge a book by its cover i'm not much of a man by the light of day but by night i'm one hell of a lover I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania <laughs> Let me show you a rhyme And maybe play you a sign You look like you're both pretty groovy Or if you want something visual That's not too abysmal we could take in an old Steve Reeves movie. I'm glad we caught you at home. Could we use your phone? We're both in a bit of a hurry. Right. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat wheel. How 
about that Well, babies, don't you panic By the light of the night It'll all seem all right I'll get you a satanic mechanic I'm just a sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania Stay for the night. Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame So I'll remove the cause <laughs> But not the symptom <laughs> <laughs>